Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We'll see. All right. How are we sounding? Why can't you just fucking... Well, you're the one head. that sounds fine, aren't you? You're yeah, I know. Fine. Well, I then you guys start talking. Nerd. I am talking. That's why I interjected. <laughs> oh, <laughs> big word. <laughs> also, Wakin said I needed a haircut in the last stream. So, fuck you. Yeah, that comment's no longer there yeah. anyway. And I don't need a haircut. What are you talking about? Just kicked oh, my rabbit. I'm gonna have to want one sec. The sun has risen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting the same. I'm like fucking two face over here. Like. <laughs> I'm gonna have to dot up. Sorry. Stop. What does auto stop even mean? All right. How we um? How we sounding, Joaquin? Obviously, you've been hearing Caden over the last minute. Deck hasn't said much, but <laughs> give me your best rendition of uh, Kate Perry's firework deck. Please don't. <laughs> I can't see. He's thinking about it. Uh, he's asking you to talk. Hi. Hello. Hi. Are we cooking or are we not cooking? Let him cook, man. I think we're good. Yeah, yeah I think we're cooking. Right. How weird, because that was straight up a fresh fucking um, boot of OBS anyway. <laughs> Everyone good. Yeah, we're all good. Sweet. All right. So, well, it was fucking botched the first time, wasn't it? So, do you ever feel like oh. a plastic bag drifting through the wind? Did you just pull up the lyrics? Reading the lyrics. Yes. You gotta ignite the light and let it shine. Just open the night, like the force. July. Ooh, he's Mike. <laughs> it was like it was like dampening your voice. Uh, yeah, yeah well, I'm whacking. He's now fucking bragging that if he wasn't here, we would have done a whole podcast. I mean, it's good that he was here. Yeah, he is a mod. He is a mod after yeah. all. It's about yeah. time we do what we pay you for. Um, all right, so we've been chatting over the, over the weekend, haven't we? We've been on big chats. Oh, great! Um, You're planning on replacing me with Wacky. <laughs> Is that why Get you asked for? It, is that why you asked for all the OBS templates and settings? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a bit weird. Need to get some diversity. Oh, fucking in sun, man. Which one is it coming out? Right. Yeah, that's really weird. OBS is so fucking weird, like that. Is there a premium OBS? Like, do they do a premium one? Because it makes me feel like they do. It <laughs> they just purpose. botch like, it. They just throw yeah. in some loose code. Yeah, just so you're. It's like what Xbox is going to do with card. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah. so I guess we'll just do a little recap on on that. That's just because obviously you guys were completely botched. So um, basically, we were just talking about what we've been playing and what we've been doing. So we'll just throw it back to Caden, and you can just do another little recap on what you've been playing. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, so for the last couple of months, just playing uh, Baldur's Gate three. Uh, it's pretty much taken over every single game I've been playing. It's been my main focus. Uh, finished it yesterday morning, and it was just a just a brilliant experience all the way through literally from act one to act three 
every side quest, every interaction, it was com combat, all of it was was such a highlight for me. It was a br brilliant experience. Nice. Delightful. Yeah. Very nice. And uh, I remember you saying you've been man. sprinkling in the finals as well. Does finals have a ranked <laughs> mode? Yeah, or is it just cash? It does. Okay, it does have a ranked. No, it, it's, it's ranked mode. Um, but it's weird, though, because the ranked mode is completely... Com well, not completely, but it, it's a different game mode compared to the casual game modes. It's, it's a bit weird. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, in casuals, you've got... I can't remember the name of them. You've got, like, Quick Cash and you've got Bank It. Um, yeah. I don't know if... You've played a deck, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Um, but basically, ranked is bank it, but it's got two vaults essentially, rather than one. And it's teams of it's four teams rather than three teams. And it's a tournament setting, so you do eight four v four, and then one four v four, and then a one v one. Sorry, no, okay. that doesn't matter. No, but yeah, you can do it, buddy. You can do it. It's There's two man. games going on at once: four teams and four teams, obviously all against each other. And then yeah. the top two of each game go against each other, but in a one v one, v one, we won, yeah. And okay. then in a one v one in the final. Um, oh damn! It's really cool. It's, that is it's kind really of a cool fun. way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's unique and interesting. So it's like but, it's like knockouts. So if you fuck up the first round, you're just straight up out. You can leave and just go into yeah. a new ranked because you're out of that bracket. Yeah, you can you, you can yeah. join. You can go second. You you can qualify if you, as long as you keep getting second. You you qualify until the final, of course. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The final really... strikes me as a really weird game for like ranked. Like I just mm. feel like ranked in that game would be real weird because it's, it's such a casual game, and mm. I mean that in a good way. But like it's as for ranked, I bet it's like a mess. You just <laughs> like get... the meta must be stupid. It's awful. So you yeah. just get two two heavies with shields. You throw down all the shields on the um on the on the vault. Yeah. And then you just get one of them to to take it over and you get the medium to heal and then that's it Ugh, it's, it's that awful. sounds awful but like you said deck it's it is a really fun casual game because you can just run around and do whatever you want and it, yeah. you know chances yeah. are it'll work mm -hmm. yeah fair play that's for sure where it shines in my mind yeah uh tim quick recap from you um i completely tales of arise um good jrpg recommend it um been with backlog rages and tick that one off um and i have been playing more halo infinite halo infinite still fantastic um i've got so much shit to do in that game i've only finished one battle pass since we've actually been uh playing it again so i've got like i've still got like four more to go which is kind of nuts um so i've got lots of I'm things to chase <laughs> um yeah i know well, it just goes to show like how much we bummer um yeah you played it without me but um it's yeah. yeah no obviously it's great i'm having a great time with it and uh yeah i'm excited to see what they'll do with it um and what like the next mm -hmm, battle mm -hmm. pass is going to be and all that kind of stuff is that i guess that will be coming out in january when was the latest battle pass uh, i think it was november I think do they do one a month november. or do they do no they do one every day they three months quarterly. Don't they? they do quarterly now because that was the whole thing that they took ages in the first year and now they've got like the cadence the yeah, cadence yeah. of the um three months okay cool yeah so uh yeah still having a good time with that and i have recently been playing starfield again as well so i booted that up last night for a few hours and played it again this morning for a couple hours uh and i'm having a decent time with it it's it's i'm remembering it more i'm having a better time with it now than i was before um is the best way i can describe it i wouldn't really still say i'm having 
a great time with it and it still has its annoyances but um it's it's getting there um you know i i, I literally couldn't play it more than an hour before so um yeah we're getting there with it and maybe i'll maybe i'll see it through to the end but yeah and we were saying before that um you spoilers uh that you got yeah. to your part of the game barrett died but for us Caden said Andrea died for him and Sarah died for me. So we no, Andrea didn't die for me. I went to go save her. So Sam, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my bad. Some guy. Yeah. CJ. Yeah, CJ. Yeah. Good old CJ. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, I'm right. I'm with you. Yeah. Must be the um, other space cowboy. Yeah, that's right. Um, cool. Something, something, Starfield bad. Something, something, mixed reviews on Steam. Something, something, most talked about game. Something, something. I finished Resident Evil 4. Yeah, it's your good. first Resi game. Well done, man. Round of applause. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'm really I'm really broadening my horizons this year. 2024 is the year of broadening new horizons. Cheesy <laughs> By playing niche games. IPs. And I, yeah. and I do hope now you're going to go on to RE2 for Games Pass. You should. Uh, yeah, you They're short. Maybe. If, that, if that's any incentive, they are short. You could probably get both those games done in like just over 10 hours. <clears throat> both two and three. Maybe. I recommend Maybe. playing two twice, though. Just that's what you sh- should do. Yeah. Yeah. Get both perspectives. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not on the roadmap, but maybe I will. I mean, I had a good time with Resident <clears throat> 4. Uh, yeah. That's like a nine out of 10 video game. I think the story made no fucking sense whatsoever, but that's fine. I'm okay with that. Shoot, boys. Roundhouse zombies. Give him a roundhouse yeah. kick. You give him the old RKO. Just do. He's backflips, dude. But his Yeah. Um, I I thought like the the flow of that game was just immaculate, like encounter to encounter into the next area, like incentivized to explore a little bit, uh, like no filler, very lean. Um, that was just a good time. That was just a good time. That was a good video game. Um, and I also I just want to shout it out because I said to you Tim didn't I the other week that I was like I was really surprised how like kind of souls like it felt. Uh, in mm. it's level the design. world design, in the level design, yeah, that it was like, you know, you'd go down a path and then you'd go down a thing and then it looped back to itself and you'd go through, through a different path. Um, yeah, and obviously I can't speak to the original, but um, Tim was saying that that is kind of representative of of Resi 4 back in the day. Um, so and I just, Yeah, that and just surprised three. me a bit. Yeah, Sure, yeah, it just, it just surprised me a bit. Um, see some inspiration there it felt like inspiration anyway especially because uh resi 4 is you know like european gothic you know very much like what dark souls and demon souls is um and what have i started and i just started so i like i should have i don't have a picture of it so i made if you do you guys know what i mean if i say geek made designs it's like uh kind of high budget you can google it now geek made designs they're like they do like these wooden post-industrial uh like controller and console holders so it's like wood and they carve out the wood you put your controller in um and you can put your console in and stuff like that it looks really nice and a headset stand really expensive but really nice and i've always wanted one but it's like really not in budget at the moment um so we were just like fuck it should we just go down to like b&q and buy like a plank of wood and some like pieces of metal and see what we can do we did just that put pieces of metal on it like literal coat hangers cradles yeah. the dual sense perfectly cradles my other headset perfectly and then i just took the um you know the charger for the elite series 2 that you just slot it onto that you just pop it on top of yeah. i took that and just super glued it onto it 
uh, and, and he so i i've got like this plank of wood that i just pop my controller onto um and it looks great um so that was like a little project over the over the week and the reason that's important is because i'm wanted access to my dual sense because i've started ghost of tsushima oh, um, okay let's go yeah yeah yeah. Tsushima. yeah 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 although i get the feeling um joaquin might shout at me um he really doesn't like it when i talk about playstation isn't that true joaquin yeah, well, whatever. You get used to it because Rebirth's coming out in February, so I'm going to be talking about that as well. So get used to it. Suck Xbox it is going third party anyway. Yeah, we're going to stop making consoles. So we're good. What's a what's a good name to change our podcast to if we wanted to be more PlayStation aligned? Uh, oh man, they don't have a good resume. <laughs> they don't have a good feature like Quick Resume. That's the Dual Sense podcast. Try Sense. That is three of us. Say, Haptic feedback podcast. The haptic. Oh wow, that's good as well. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Ugly fucking collars podcast. Whoa. <laughs> Stupid looking console. Well, there goes our PlayStation deal. It's <laughs> working on that. Um, yeah, I've played it for about eight hours now. Eight hours. Um, the quick bend over podcast. Joaquin has just said to us. Hmm. Fair play. I'm into it. I'd consider it. Yeah. yeah, we might have to do that one. We have to stream that one, like on our, uh, like OnlyFans or something. There, I don't think YouTube's the yeah, platform yeah. for that one. Um, I've got a director's cut for it. Uh, I got it on sale like months ago, like twenty quid or something. Um, I think it's good so far. Um, it's it's really pretty, obviously, and they've done a good job of like making the dual sense, um, work for that game. Like particularly when you're on like the horse, the like the vibrations change when you're on like the grass versus gravel and that's just like a really nice touch. That's cool. Yeah. Um they've got they've got a lot, a lot a lot of nice touches like that. Combat feels great. Um I will say the the I don't know if like, I haven't read any reviews for Ghost Streamer so I don't know like what the consensus is. Like I don't really know. But like this the editing of the dialogue is really weird. Everyone talks really fucking quickly. It's like like as soon as someone finishes a sentence someone else starts speaking. Um, and it's just a bit jarring at times. And some of the um, facial animation is a bit stilted as well at times. It's like no big deal. It's like whatever. But like, I've, I just keep noticing like people will speak so fast. I'm like, are you guys okay? <laughs> it's like yeah. ADHD samurais. What's going on? Maybe um, something to do with so, like but, trying to match well, up maybe. the English. Yeah, the English dub mm-hmm. with the Japanese mouth movements maybe or something for the I character think, I think, models. I think, it's, I think it's English first and then they, they uh, have a Japanese dub. Okay. Um, so I just think the the editing of it is just a little bit weird. Um, and generally, even though the dialogue is good, I can tell like, the, di- the direction isn't quite there. Oh, there he is. <laughs> He's a little. Oh, it's a Ghost of Tsushima character, is it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. character. Yeah. Um, I can tell at times. I can tell that people are like really haven't been directed very well to like who they're replying to. Like it sounds like people are recording from different booths. Um, uh. like the inflection is wrong. Like it, it doesn't. They don't know the tone of who they're meant to be replying to. Um, again, it, it's only really a small thing, but like it, I've just picked up on it a few times. But uh, you know, the, other than that, it's 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 really good so far. I'm having a really nice time, um, and I'm I'm itching to play some more. Um, but that kind of does it. I don't think there's anything else I've been playing. Um, the only other thing that I did want to report on is like I for ages wanted to do. Do you guys use remote remote play at all for like anything? Uh... Not really. Oh, remote play is different to the cloud, isn't it? Yeah. No, I don't think <clears> I've ever used remote <throat> play. No. Okay. Download so a game. You maybe? can remote play, obviously. You can. Huh? 
because it isn't part of like remote play you can like turn on your console and like start a download to your console as well i might have done that before but i feel like that's a feature of remote uh, play. not remote play yeah but it's it's the same idea like you yeah. turn your console on and you just stream the console to your yeah device. yeah yeah but over wi-fi rather yeah, than over wi-fi cloud. yeah so, um, you know, like on the Xbox app, you can remote play, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's a better way to do it if you're in your own house rather than cloud, you know, um, depending on where you are. But uh, there, there isn't a way to remote play from a Mac. It's really annoying. It's really annoying. It's really always frustrating me because like doing it on my phone is fine, but I've got quite a small phone. I've got an iPhone 8, so it's like never really that ideal. Um, so I've always wanted to do it from my Mac, and but there isn't they don't support like an Xbox app. For, so I could, there's no way to do it. I can cloud stream, but I can't which also means I can't play games that I own but aren't in Game Pass. So it has to be Game image, Pass. Stuff. You can image Windows onto your Mac and just boot into Windows. Uh, yeah, so I've heard like about partitioning the, the, the disk and stuff, but it feels like a lot of faff just for something. That yeah, it is. I'm only going to use occasionally. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've, I finally found like an open source um, app. Uh, like I've been through like loads of things, but I finally found an open source app. So I just wanted to give a shout out to it called Greenlight. If anybody's in the same position as me, um, you can just go on, on the website and download it. Um, and it you you can just remote play from it. Um, by so I haven't given it a proper data. go yet. By my personal data, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, but, you know, it's worth it. So um, I just wanted to give that a quick shout out um, because for some reason that's still not supported. I feel like it really needs to be, especially with this kind of we're everywhere kind of push that Xbox is making. It feels a bit be ridiculous but mm -hmm. i mean apple are a bit weird though aren't they sometimes apple, it probably is apple's fault to be yeah, fair yeah they're probably, probably gatekeeping fault, but... it in some way i would imagine um but yeah yeah um cool so that's us um fellas before we finished off 2023 we had a bit of a chat about how the year was for us you know we did our sort of game of the years well caden didn't um <laughs> And then we spoke about 2024 and like what we can expect from the platform and stuff. So I've I've done the courtesy of doing us like a little grid, mm -hmm. and we can talk about the games that we know and things that maybe we don't know, and just make a couple of predictions. You know, I'm not asking for anything solid here, but we can get loosey goosey with it. You know, is Towerborn going to be fucking killer? Is it going to suck? Is Avowed going to be like, you know, game of the year contender? Is it going to, you know, be below expectations? Is it going to be, uh, is it going to be the red fall of, uh, of, um, Obsidian's work? You know, who knows? So I just figured we'd go through this grid and we'll just have a bit of a talk about, you know, what we know is coming and then a bit more of the speculative stuff. And then we can get onto the, like the, the only two bits of news afterwards, which are a bit more, um, leak and rumory. So, um, and then we can refer back to it later in the year and see how we got on. So, um, what we know is coming this year, guys, uh, from like the Xbox side of things. And there are more, but this is kind of the bigger stuff. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into like every single Game Pass deal. I sort of mean the stuff that Xbox is um, publishing. Towerborn, Flight Sim 2024, Hellblade 2, Avowed, Ara History Untold, uh, Call of Duty 2024, of course. Can't forget about that bad boy. Yeah. First party game, Call of Duty, <laughs> Call of Duty Golf War, it's probably. Golf War? It's probably what it's going to be. Uh, not like you know, like tennis war, not like um, cricket war. You know, you know, oh, okay. with the golfs. Mm. Yeah. And stalker too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, Ken. Nothing speak up. Nothing, do Speak up, a bit, buddy. It's a golf war, not golf war. Yes. Yeah, spelled with a U. Sure that's what. Fucking, that's embarrassing. Sure that's what I said. 
That's I'm pretty sure I didn't do anything wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shall I? Uh, shall I get this grid up on the screen to make it easier, or do you think it's fine to just leave it? Um, I don't know. You you can do. Whatever you think, man. You're the big boy. Uh, but during this, I think it will be a good time to put gameplay up well, like as we go over the game. So if okay. that's going to be a pain, then yeah, no. then maybe don't. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, if we start a Towerborn, right, and um, get some gameplay up about that, um, that is yeah, a game from Stoic. Hurry up, would you? Now, dude. Stoic Studio. So that's the team behind Banner Saga. Have any of you played Banner Saga? Uh, no. Isn't that that off? No, I'm thinking of something else. Isn't it like... um? PC only Banner Saga. Nope. Uh, well, right. I don't know. No, I've never <laughs> played it. <laughs> no, it's on Xbox. Um, it's on all platforms, but it's like they've got this really pretty art style, reviewed pretty well. It's a strategy game. Um, it looks really pretty, actually. I'm oh, sure I know exactly. I, I know it is now. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forgot actually how good it looks and they've, they've done like three i think they've all reviewed pretty well with the third one coming in at like mid 80s um and so these guys are making towerborn and towerborn is being published by xbox uh to our knowledge as an exclusive um game pass day one um we also gameplay right we all know what game i'm talking about it's like the castle crashes kind of monster yeah tim will have it up on the um on the stream because he's a good little lad mm-hmm I do indeed. What do we think about Tabon, guys? And, and you know, I, I, may, I guess maybe I should outline, outline this. Like, the way I want us to kind of think about this is um, what's like a lock? What's like guaranteed for this sort of game? You know, uh, or maybe, you know, what is, is there going to be any L's taken throughout the year? Uh, and then maybe like, what's the long shot? Um, like, as we kind of go through this, like, so Tabon is a lock. We know it's happening. Um, but like, any predictions about this game? Whether it's the quality, if we think it looks fun, um, is it going to suck? <laughs> um like does it stay xbox exclusive you know i just kind of wanted to put it to you guys like what do you think about tabon is what's the excitement level here is it kind of like a side scroll brawler like kind of like streets of rage kind of thing is that i think so yeah, yeah. um because i mean we've been kind of co-op lately has been a little bit dead i think in my a bit dry, yeah yeah i'd agree um so it seems like that's the focus of this is focusing on co-op which is a lovely little idea but I, I i don't have much experience with the banner trilogy i know i've always scrolled past it on games pass and thought it looked interesting um but the art style looks lovely like nice simple combat and nice like kind of like fantasy kind of idea like, I, i'm excited for it like a fun little co-op game we can all just jump on for a good time i would like and to see a little bit more I, I can see, yeah, so I'm with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I can see what Queen Joaquin is saying in the chat. Um, it, it's it's like a surface game. Um, and you're oh. like, I don't know if you saw like the overworld bit, like you move the tower around this like hex hexagonal grid yeah. system that's the overworld. Um, and it seems to be like, I don't know if it's like class-based or if it's weapon-based. I think it's weapon-based in the same way that Monster Hunter is. Like you have a weapon and you upgrade those weapons and then you get monster parts for better weapons. So so it does it does seem to be this kind of castle crashery Monster Hunter hybrid, which I think is a really good idea. Um, Tim, I know you're busy sorting out the thing. Should we mm -hmm. uh, come back around to you? No, you? no, you're good. No, no. I, I think Talborn looks like a, an absolute banger. Uh, I'm absolutely buzzed for this game. Um, I think it's literally like the... like spiritual successor to like something like castle crashes but with just like way more depth like we've been saying um yeah I, I just think it looks really good um it's hard to get a vibe on the sort of 
like obviously we've seen like combat and stuff like that but it'd be quite interesting if they take like i don't know the vibe in the game like do you think it will be like kind of funny and not take itself so seriously or do you think it will be like a bit of a you know this is just an adventure game this is your task you know you're these characters do you think they'll weave in like comedy and wackiness into it and stuff like that it looked pretty lighthearted to me it didn't seem like it had much yeah i kind of get that vibe as well yeah um but yeah, man, it just it just looks really smooth and buttery, and I just love these sort of games. And the um, animation you know, is good as well, isn't it? Like it's so good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Like everything from enemies to the characters you're playing just looks so good. And like even when you hit them, like their their animations of like just like wiggling and being knocked back and all good that feedback. kind of stuff. It just yeah. yeah, it just looks so good. Um, and yeah, this is the sort of thing where I can't wait to play this with with you guys. It's like just a four player mash and beat them up um yeah shit's gonna be so much fun i think this is uh i mean who's say because last time i said uh an indie game would be a banger was benedict fox and fuck me right so who knows yeah, man. but that was really um, sad. i mean it's a, I, it still did okay but it was like yeah i think it was it, it was it looked like it was gonna be like a darling kit of the year but then it just wasn't <laughs> so it's a real shame yeah a real shame indeed I'm just going to read, I just want to read a little bit off the blurb of the game because I actually haven't seen this before. So I'm just on the Steam page um, to, to get an idea for tone, maybe. Um, the Belfry stands as a beacon of hope and safety amongst the ruins of humanity in the city of numbers, with monsters lurking right outside the tower's walls. You are an ace born anew from the spirit, re- spirit realm with the skills, the grit, and the ter- determination to protect the people of the Belfry, with spirit companions fighting by your side. You are destined for battle. Hmm. Nice. Tabborn is designed with player choice in mind. Create your ace with options to customize your looks, gear, and weapons. Switch up your gameplay experience at any time by changing your danger level as you venture into the wilds. Find and wield powerful weapons with unique special moves from one of the four styles. War clubs, gauntlets, dual daggers, and swords and shields. There you go. Mix and match to make your ace your own. I didn't know that. That's new That's new information for me. Yeah, and me. I, I like a great. It'd be interesting to see if that has any kind of effect. What does? Just- do you say race? I said, what did I say? War club, gauntlets, jewel daggers, and swords and shields. In regards to like your character, do you say that? And I don't just. Oh, I'm thinking of the Baldur's Gate. <laughs> kind of <laughs> how much of an indication that has. I'm wondering if that has a similar thing, but I don't. Know, maybe I heard you wrong. That's. I, I like that. You're like. Is it kind of like Baldur's Gate three? <laughs> cool, yeah. cool as you is like Baldur's Gate, isn't it? But. <laughs> <laughs> is there like um but no, can you multi-class <laughs> <laughs> uh with the evolving world map and seasonal content your race will never run out of areas to defeat you know i i think this is cool <laughs> this is giving me kind of um castle crashes but diablo kind of vibes in terms of the the support uh you know uh, mm. we'll see i think this this sounds really cool it's clearly ticking a lot of boxes for us you know you can hear we're quite positive on it how it looks and sounds um the first question i suppose is when right when are we getting towerborn um we should bear in mind we've got maybe we should have opened with this but it's seeming pretty confirmed at this point that we're going to be getting a developer direct this month um mm-hmm. the when is you know up for debate so this will be confirmed in the next few weeks when we get to sit down and watch that um but what do you guys think? You know, we saw Towerborn last year. Um, they confirmed 2023. Does it feel quite far along to you? You know, if you had to put your number on it, what, what are you doing? You have to put your month on it. What are you saying? 
<sighs> when they say quarters, don't they usually refer to a little bit of last year as well? Like, so for example, quarter one, isn't that from like November or something like that? If we're talking about fiscal years, but yeah, when yeah. we're not in this case, we're talking about just quarter of the year. So yeah, January to two, April being Q1. Yeah. Quarter um, two. Yeah. I'm getting kind of Q1 vibes from this. I'm I'm getting kind of like late March, maybe something like that. Mm. That's 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 the kind of vibes I'm getting for this one. I don't know why, but yeah. and I don't know how much there is in January for Xbox. Uh, in terms of first party, I don't think because Stalker didn't get a release date, did it? I don't think so. It just got delayed. I don't, I don't think Avowed Hellblade a Flight Sim Arrow. Yeah, so. I wouldn't be surprised if this is their Q1 game um, for uh, for 2024. That's where I'm putting it. I think, yeah, I think that's perfectly possible. Um, the only thing I'm thinking about is like if we go, if they do a developer direct, are they announcing anything? Well, you know, well, like are they shadow dropping anything or are they announcing something? You know, now. Do you think uh, this could soon, be shadow you know, like in the next few weeks? Well, I mean, so like, could this be shadow dropped, or could this be quarter two with something else that, like, a surprise that we don't know about in the same vein as Hi-Fi Rush um, coming out, like, in quarter one? Um, I'm really torn. Yeah, it, I, I, I it, we seem to all be in agreement of it, like that it's half one. But if I, if you had to put a gun to my head, I'd probably say end of quarter one, mm. maybe March. Okay. How do we think a game like this has been received? Uh, I think quite well. Uh, I I can see a game like this being reviewed quite well. Um, I definitely think we're in more of the... I mean, we say that, but then we we always say that third-person action-adventure games always review well. But I do think, critically, games that try and push the boat out go with different genres and are more artistic as well. Uh, I think they get reviewed a little bit more fondly these days. Um, So I think if it's just crispy, it plays well, it feels weighty, it's it's just a good time. It's not, like, overly long and drags. I, I could see this game getting... I think highest with mid eighties. I don't think I don't think this game is getting into the eighty sevens, eighty eights, eighty nines, or anything like that. I think you're, you're looking at eighty four to eighty five peak, in my opinion. But although I'm really interested, like I don't know, I'm about to look. But like, what do you think Castle Crashers got like back in the day? Quick guess, try a number out. Eighty eight. Tim, what do you think? Um, I think it got like. It was definitely in the 80s, so like 82, 83. 83. Mm. I'd have said like 84, 85. Let's have a quick look. Oh, you don't actually know? I thought you'd know. No, I'll find out. Um, so original Xbox Live Arcade game, 82. And that's Ooh. bollocks. Like, that is bollocks. I was mate. bang on. 82, that is low. Yeah. Like, that's that's really low to me. For a game that I've never heard anyone talk badly about. Yeah, right. Like it to me, Castle Crashes is like a ninety-five. <laughs> uh, I'd say with the memories tied behind it, yeah, I definitely put the game in the nineties, hundred percent. Like, 
the like the replayability in that game as well was like crazy. Like all the characters felt really different, and the builds and the animal orbs. So there was actually quite a lot of like math behind it to like maximize your builds with the weapon and your animal orb and your class. And yeah. it was surprisingly in depth for for actually what it was. Yeah, and you had like your your RPG things, didn't you? You got skill points, you know, leveled up. Um, there were like loads of secrets to get like secret weapons. It's uh, mm. good shit. What a banger! Iconic. There's little that little red, green, orange, and blue guy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely iconic. Okay, cool. So we're thinking kind of like, Caden, you're you're still going like high eighties, are you? It's terrible. Yeah. Uh no, I, I'll probably drop it to probably 80 but I, okay. I, I, I don't know I, I don't agree on reviewing something that's not even out in my opinion but it's just a know. prediction like you, the vibe you're getting from it like I, I, do you I'd see have this to game see I'd have to see a little bit more okay it's got a real be a real ball ache in this section <laughs> but there has to be look you that's a third man I have to be I have to be <laughs> you have you to know. be the guy that just the only gamer in fucking... it <laughs> wow savage <laughs> Um, okay, Flight Sim 2024. Um, so this was that. Do you remember the trailer for it? It was quite funny because like um, it just like kept going. I was like, you can deliver stuff. You can do like MV. You can like deliver the president. <laughs> you can um, you can go in an air balloon. You can uh, do crop dusting, uh, and it just kind of kept going. So they've kind of like gamified it a little bit more. Um, and from what I remember, uh, they they had like a giant update for the original flight sim that released in 2020 um and it just kind of kept getting bigger and bigger and they're like actually i think we kind of just make this a standalone game which is now what they're doing um this feels quarter two to me um maybe it gets pushed into quarter three but it feels quarter two to me uh, and i feel like this is a an easy lock to to nine low 90s yeah uh, I mean, people people love it. Um, it's really hard to predict um, when like a game like this is going to release because, like you said, technically it's kind of like an expansion slash add-on, you know, obviously to an existing game engine, all that sort of stuff. So realistically, you could very well see this in Q1, but you could also see it Q2, like you said. Like it's I don't know. It's kind of hard to pin a date on this one, um, but definitely. I'm not personally. I'm not very excited about it, but it is cool. They are expanding it quite a lot, um, and you could do so much shit with it now. Um, and yeah, Flight Sim is just a banger. People just love it, and it reviews great. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm looking at probably low nineties for this. And actually, it's pretty interesting because like the simulator genre as a whole is generally getting quite popular now. It's popping off, you know, yeah. Obviously- it's it's not mainstream but it's like it's not niche like you know um i feel like it has the same sort of appeal as like sims does you know um it's kind of in mm-hmm. that vein where there's like a dedicated boob you know if you go on youtube and type type in like truck simulator there are people who just yeah. sit there having a merry time just they mm-hmm. get huge viewer base as well watching people yeah just drive trucks and stuff which is weird but that's <laughs> yeah. weird to me but uh yeah each i always get that hilarious I always get that hilarious guy on TikTok who like drives really fast and crashes, and he just like full on like commits to the crash in his chair. It's hilarious. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's really good as well. He's really good at it. But that's kind of my only experience with it. 
Like, do you think there is like truckers that generally like drive for 18 hours since and they're like, God, I can't <laughs> wait to go home. Clock what? off, sit down, truck simulator. <laughs> drive a different truck. That's so funny. Yeah. A uh, power yeah. wash simulator just came to Games Pass, didn't it? I think quite recently. Apparently, that's really satisfying. Um, it is. Yeah, I played it. Yeah, I did play Flight Sim as well for a little bit. Uh, I didn't play it for long. I just flew it into your house, your old house, Tim. I just, yeah. I properly just kamikaze you. I yeah, know, I know. that was it. I remember you saying, uh, "I played Flight Sim." Uh, uh, you just drove, yeah, flew into your house, just closed it down. <laughs> haven't played it since. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> I screamed. I screamed. I was like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you just free framed on your screen there. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh god. Um but yeah. Gorgeous uh, though. Like crazy tech. That game is crazy tech. Mm. Uh but yeah, you uh, okay, can put me cool. yeah, any other calls. Um no, I think that's about it for um, flight sim. But yeah, put put me down for yeah. I'll go Q two and load ITs as well. Like, I feel like that's just a pretty pretty good uh, estimate for something like this. Maybe even higher. To be fair, it's it's a crazy amount of fucking shit they're adding. Like it's kind of nuts. Yeah, I think. Uh, let me just check. I, I think the first one was maybe ninety two. Um... That's what I was gonna say for my score. Go on. I was going to say 92 for this. My score yeah. for it. Yeah, first was 92. Okay. All right. Are you feeling quarter two as well, Caden? I'm other... feeling quite late in the year. I'm feeling quarter four. We're all really tasty. Quite soon, yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Let's get on some of the bigger boys. Uh, we've got Hellblade. Hellblade's probably going to be the premiere showing at the Developer Direct. Um, bit surprising when we saw it at the Game Awards and no date was shown, even though we got a fucking good trailer. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. delicious. The music from from High Lung and um, some combat as well, looking really sort of visceral, you know, with some bonkers visuals, really. Um, I, so I think we can probably have a bit more of an open conversation about Hellblade uh, because we know a bit more about this. Um, what are kind of our expectations for the game? Like, um, I know we covered this a little bit before, but we could be seeing it and getting a final date in the next few weeks. So I kind of wanted us to just kind of make our final few calls, call our shots. Like, is anybody expecting a disappointment here? Is anybody expecting, like, um, controversy, mixed opinion, anything like that? I don't think Xbox. I don't, I don't think it can, but not with this. It's it's just it's a really unique kind of game. Like I just don't think you can. I don't. Know, I I don't see him dropping the ball in this game in the slightest. Personally, hmm. I don't see it being like a like a super high reviewing game. But I just don't see it being considered bad in any way. Personally, the only thing that might be bad is maybe performance, but. Hmm. Because obviously, because it looks so pretty, that's that's kind of the only thing I can think of them of the score being brought down. Mm. They, we'll have to see on that front. Have they confirmed whether or not this runs at uh, thirty or sixty, or will you have the option for both oh, yeah. to lower the res? I would be very, uh, yeah, may, maybe both, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was just a four K thirty. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's gonna. 
it's a bit more art it's a bit more artsy so they're going to be selective with their with their frame rates and how they want you to experience the game um so we'll see maybe i'm wrong maybe I'm wrong maybe you know the game's been cooking a while so maybe they they do put the go the extra mile with performance settings we'll see and i also don't know if they ever added that option with the series x upgrade of hellblade one i don't know maybe okay. chat can help me out hi timmer by the way hey buddy hey, man. long time no see so just to throw a little um, wrench into this, uh, one of the other stories, we might as well uh, sort of think, talk about it now. Um, so there's there's an insider, right, called Nate the Hate. Every now and then he just like sort of drops some news. It's a really good track record, no stuff. Um, no track record is perfect with this sort of things. But he said recently that um, Microsoft's internal mock reviews of Hellblade 2 are in the low 90s. Okay. Sounds about right. So, you know, and the, the, <laughs> the funny thing here is, of course, that the last time we heard any Microsoft employee speak about their mock reviews was Phil Spencer after Redfall released. Oh, and he was God. like, yeah, you know, internally we were expecting like 10 points higher. Uh, or, well, he said, I think he said double digits. I think he said did double digits of what it was. And at the time, it was at like a 62. So, you know, we can kind of infer that it was maybe meant to be low 70s what yeah. they so you know we'll see whatever you know obviously it's always going to be a bit different when you throw things out in the wild and you know what uh what narrative emerges uh or doesn't emerge maybe um but nonetheless i think you know it's it's pretty uh reassuring you know i feel i feel like for this reason they're really going to place it as their premier release like their their critical darling and like let's also remember that back in the day when hellblade one released it won four game of the year awards like it's no uh yeah, it's a big boy. It's a big boy. Um, so is this all feeling right? Uh, we, we're all feeling like low 90s, fingers crossed. Uh, no controversy. Nice clean win. Nice clean fight. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say high 80s, just to be controversial. Yeah, right. And this is what's bumming me out, because maybe I just say high 80s just because then it's a win. I think, you know, I think that there's, yeah. there's a lot... There's a lot of riding on this. There's a lot of eyes on this to the point where everyone sees this as Xbox's God of War competitor, you know, that sort of stuff. So I feel like it's going to be critiqued quite harshly. I feel like they might. I have no idea because I've never played Hellblade 1, but from what I've heard, you guys talk about it. Combat is relatively simplistic. It does the job. And if this doesn't evolve it enough, I feel like it might drop some points for that. I feel like performance may be an issue, you know, that sort of thing. So... I don't know. I'm going to go high 80s. Um, but, yeah. Hmm. That's my vibe. Just looked at the Metacritic for Hellblade 1, and what do you think? Metacritic is probably like 82. Wow, okay. Not not deck. 82. I'm going to go 82. I think, I think, I think the open critic is about 84. It's 81, so well, which is a little bit lower than I thought. Um, but obviously yeah, still considered very good. Um, but mm. no, I, I'm probably going to go high 80s as well. Um, 87, 88. That's so funny. Because of course, yeah, we need to, as part of this uh, you know, equation, we need to put in the Xbox tax. Oh, obviously. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. oh, 60. <laughs> it's going to be a 6. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's a slip of the tongue, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know man um 
I am like a bit hesitant to say it's going to crack the nineties. Um, even though, you know, it definitely could, but yeah. something's holding me back. I, I, I reckon it probably holds out a sort of an 88, 89. Um, not cause I don't think that like, I know I'm going to enjoy the game a lot, like personally, uh, but I don't know if it, I, I think like critically, I, there's probably going to be enough that holds it back. Um, that, that, Hold it back for some reviewers, you know. I, I don't know what that is, but but even like you know, we speak about Alan Wake Two, uh, which I, in my mind, is quite similar to Hellblade Two. It's like quite artsy, yeah. but it's very pretty. Um, you know, strong narrative, uh, plays a lot with um, the player expectations. That on Open Critic, that didn't crack nineteen. That was eighty nine, and I think on Metacritic, as usual, it's a bit lower, so around eighty seven, eighty eight. I reckon we're probably going to see something similar with Hellblade. Mm. Which is still obviously fantastic because fucking Alan Wake cleaned up, uh, you know, awards for the year, and obviously mm-hmm. it's still not cracking the nineties. You know, that doesn't necessarily doesn't really mean much these days. I mean, the, the difference between like a an, an eighty seven and a ninety to me really is just like there's really not much difference at all. I feel like it no. just comes down to no. personal preference or what the reviewer thought specifically. Uh, like if if you're looking at high 80s to 90, there really isn't much difference at all. Yeah. Okay. So we're all expecting high quality. We don't know like, um, you know, being pedantic. You're like, oh, is it going to hit 90? <sighs> Maybe not, but we're expecting a very high quality game from from the guys over at Ninja Theory, the guys and girls over there. Um, what about the, the timing, guys? Um, do we think this is quarter two, quarter three? The one thing I would throw out to you is that for the marketing from like starfield onwards hellblade 2 was a part of that they did like that big trailer push back in maybe september time uh there was like forza starfield um hellblade 2 um there's something else on there as well that i can't remember Uh, and that makes me think it's coming out before the showcase this year if they've included it with like this season's you know uh marketing maybe i'm wrong some of them yeah, so I, that would be, you know, they usually do the showcase in early June. So my guess would be May, which is still quarter two. You think? I wouldn't have said before Q3. But it'd just be weird to me then, because are they really going to fucking show that game again? Like, bearing in mind they're going to show it at the developer direct, probably. I guess I don't know that. But are they, what's, how many times I guess do we it... need to see this game? Like, we're getting death I mean... looped here. <laughs> I think likely you are right. We're, we're seeing a big, uh, we're seeing a big drop before the showcase in June. But it's just whether or not you see that being, because I think at these showcases they're going to show multiple games. They're going to show Hellblade and they're going to show like Avowed, for example. So I think it comes down to also just what game you think is releasing over the two of them. You know, do you think they're going to get Avowed in for Q two? And then Hellblade would be the Q3, Q4, or do you think it'll be the other way around? Hellblade's going to be before Avowed. Hellblade should be before Avowed, considering how much we've seen compared to it already, just in in the public. Um, You'd like to think so, yeah. So actually, yeah, when you kind of do the math like that, yeah, you know, guy math. um, Yeah, could be around June. Yeah, could be like Q2. Right at the end of Q2. As long as I've got enough time to play the first game before it comes out, I'm not first. Yeah. So I will never I see have the that time. I'm playing through the first game. Nah, never, mate. Yeah. Not As really you my made thing. very clear. 
it's just dog shit. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I do need to go around to buy it. Starfield, though, you so know. So we all going? Are we all going Q two? Um, I'll go Q three. I'll go Q three just to be different. Okay. And do you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go long shot. I'm gonna say it. it it's gonna crack nineties. Okay. This is why. Okay. Actually, that's a good point. <laughs> on the, just just on this, what um, are we doing our fancy critic again this year? Is that being set up again for Jan? Uh, we normally start that in Jan. Point, yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be quite fun. Yeah, I'll set up at some point. We're normally dog shit really until as long as it's up before Tekken Eight. I want, I want, I want to, I want to take in that easy score. <laughs> as long as one of us beats Jake, yeah, like I can't. You think Tekken Eight's going to be easy score? Yeah, you're so. probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. Fighting games are just easy score these days. Not true. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Got that all out of your system? Yeah. Yeah. Me? Yeah, I think I'm good to go. Just the two of you. Yeah. Okay. Right. Good. Uh, okay. Avowed, I think, is a really interesting one for a number of reasons. Uh, for me personally, I think about it's Q4 with a possible delay, to be honest with you. I'm saying that's Q4 not true. As well. I was thinking the end of the year. Um, I mean, was it not meant to be the end of this year and then it was delayed? Uh, it's, no, I never got a date. And never, oh, okay. They've always just uh, said 24. Uh, okay, so we definitely all think end of the year. Yeah. Like, I think, like, really tentatively, I'm thinking delay, but I'm not going to commit to it. Um, to half one twenty-five. So my my thought was like, I don't know if we see avowed at the developer direct this month. I think maybe they do what they did with Starfield last year and they hold it for the showcase, like a bolt yes. on for the showcase. Yeah, and they do like an avowed direct uh, as their like holiday game, as their like September October sort of release, maybe even November or December. But bearing in mind, they've got COD now, so I don't know if they're going to space their games out differently. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how they're going to sort of manage that. Um, they probably won't have any sort of... They won't be doing anything with any of it. They'll just be treating it like it's just happening as a third-party thing. Uh, the COD release, that is. Uh, and so the other thing, obviously, about Avowed is that we know that this game started as a co-op game. And mm -hmm. from around the Obsidian acquisition, uh, they said, okay... We don't need to do that anymore because part of the reason they were doing that is because it was appealing to publishers. They're like, oh, you know, it's you know, it's it's got co-op, you know, so you should really you should really fund this project because it's uh, you know, it's it's fun and quirky. But they've yeah. since dropped that. You know, it was never announced as a co-op game when it was first revealed. It was never revealed as a co-op game. It was revealed as a, as a single player game within Eora, which is the the, the world of uh, Pillars of Eternity. So uh, you know, it, it begs the question, like. <sighs> Is the game going to do enough? Uh, like, I I am. I think Avowed comes in at, like, mid-80s. I agree. I really don't want that to be true because I love Obsidian and I think this has the real chance to be their, like, you know, MO. But mm. something feels a bit... This, is, this game has been in development since, like, 2017. Like, it's been in development for seven years. Um... And like the the conversation around it is that it's kind of like, well, if the Outer Worlds was their take on Fallout, 
Avowed is their take on the Elder Scrolls. But it's yeah. like a bit more condensed because Obsidian is a much smaller team. But then they're not small, but they are a smaller team, obviously, than Bethesda. So, um, to you guys, uh, like, what do you think? Like, general thoughts on Avowed. Is there any uh, any worries or uh, like big hopes? Uh, yeah, what do you think, Tim? If I go to you first, um, uh, this uh, Avowed is such a weird one for me because I I've never been so sort of hyped and excited for like an RPG like this, like for for a while. To be fair, um like this really captures everything i quite like in an rpg without it being like i love like high fantasy you know magic colorful that sort of stuff but i don't like it to be like super crazy gritty and serious as well and i feel like this is ticking all those boxes for it just to be just a really cool colorful world that you could get lost in but there's just something just eating away at the back of me that thinks this just might be like you said, just that like 80s kind of game, 81, 82 or something like that, which is still fantastic. Like we make it sound like a an 80s game is underperforming. Obviously, that's still a fantastic score, but I just don't think it's going to be an absolute smash hit, you know, high 80s, 90s, get this on your system sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm hoping it at least just sticks to what it's going for and just make it just fun like fun to play i think is obviously extremely important i don't think they need to go nuts with with everything else and create this super engaging story or anything like that it would obviously be great if you had that but um yeah for for me i'm kind of feeling the same i'm feeling end of the year and i'm feeling low to mid 80s like i can't see this game getting too much higher than mid 80s even if they kind of nail it um so yeah but i mean i'm still this is still like on my like top five like or even top three like i'm very excited for this game Mm. um yeah yeah i think it's going to be seriously seriously cool and fun and good um and i I will say it's like i desperately hope that i'm wrong i desperately hope that we're both wrong and that like um it comes together really well because it's been development for so long and like they've got the established universe and like even in the gameplay we saw like it looked good man like they it did look good there were some things that needed polishing up like some of the animation work was like a little bit off um one of the big controversies that came out about it was like the tone shift from the original reveal back in 2020 was like a, oh, a it felt a lot that. darker it felt a lot darker whereas yeah. this was a bit more colorful but then there's been a bit of like back and forth about uh, a dev posted on an rpg forum saying like yeah we we contracted the trailer workout and they like have contrasted it a bit and so it, and it's like it's not bright and colorful game it's it's definitely maybe not uh it is colorful but it's like it, there's just a variety of environments and the trailer had yeah. the contrast way up so it made it look kind of saturated so so we, we don't really know i guess is what i'm saying like there's a lot of uncertainty around that um frame by frame if you look at the trailer it looks quite pretty like a lot of the lighting work done the mm-hmm. fidelity is there it's just like is it going to capture the wider audience attention like who knows you know it's these days it seems to be hyper realism or nothing as i've complained about repeatedly but obsidian are really good at what they do um so yeah i hope hope we're wrong tim what do you think yes i was gonna i was gonna mention that that change in uh direction or like at least the way it looks tone Um, yeah i always remember the very very first trailer of like dark underground like where he holds the fireball out and like and i was like oh sick cool obsidian dark dingy rpg for me personally i was a lot more excited for that than what we have now um mm. so 
but you know I, I do like obsidian games they're great fun but i don't know like i'm i there's something just in the back of my neck where i'm i'm just kind of thinking about it not being particularly exciting for me personally um but yeah i'm ready for it i'm excited for it just mm. i yeah, i think that that latest trailer um when it came out i was like oh okay oh and mm. yeah that, that's what it was um so I, I i'm i am thinking just off the top of my head kind of like high like 79 uh, yeah, yeah all right mm. it's big so now i like it uh, and i do yeah. think it's going to be late in the year as well yeah like yeah like probably even december it's um yeah it's it is it's just such a weird one because obsidian weirdly just always give off this kind of underdog vibe don't they like even though they're a studio that approved themselves many times their games still give off this like underdog vibe and they kind of fly under the radar and it comes out and everyone's like hold up a minute this is actually kind of fire like it very it very well could be like that like just fly under everyone's radar and and just yeah end up being a banger which obviously is fine in the end because as long as it's kind of recognized as a banger eventually you know reviews well whatever it being in games pass i think kind of helps with that like underdog feel that they tend to get um like shit's just gonna get loads of downloads um when people eventually figure out you know what it is and you know that sort of stuff so yeah it's 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 a weird one but i have faith Mm. Yeah, yeah, and, it's, and like I said, it, it's just it, there's just a bit of uncertainty around it because like if you, I'm watching the the gameplay that you're on screen. Like if you're on YouTube with us now, you can you can see it there. Sorry, audio mm-hmm. listeners, but like there are like several shots that are like that you can tell ah that's reminiscent of the original 2020 reveal. This like kind of dark yeah. like grittiness kind of thing, but uh, but then there are some shots where it feels like this feels of like I said to me the biggest thing is like some of the animation feels a bit stilted, uh, and Obsidian has always been a bit like that until grounded like grounded the animation is actually really good uh, for the most part uh, and obviously this is a bigger budget uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if they took some learnings from grounded uh, uh in, into this you know so we'll see and it's, it's also like I, I guess for me like i want to know what the hook is here like i don't want this to just be like obsidian medieval the outer worlds yeah like i like what's the mm. the pull like for the for the outer worlds they did quite a few cool things i don't know if you remember like obviously the tone of the world was quite fun like it was a funny game uh the writing was really funny uh the rpg stuff was really solid like it always is with the obsidian games even the shooting was quite good actually and the, it was like yeah. a slow down time skill like as opposed to vats but it was like slow-mo uh which was great but then they also had like if you took damage or something happened to you enough times you'd get a pop-up offering you a trade-off uh, do you remember that like you get a- hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It was a uh, phobia and stuff like that, yeah. You develop phobias. That's right. Which I thought was really neat. Like that was like a cool thing that like you could you could exchange. It would give you a trait point, but then you'd also take a uh, you know like a, an ailment, like a long term uh, mm. loss, which are, you know was a cool twist. So I'm like wondering here, like what's the twist? And again, it's, it comes back to like despite seeing a good chunk of two and a half minutes of gameplay, we actually don't really know that much about it. And I have to think like Eora, despite not having played Pillars of Eternity, I've read a little bit about it. Uh, is like a real the world they've, they've made there is really cool like there's a lot of reincarnation i think i spoke about it on the podcast before like the idea is that souls are constantly recycled so like you die and your soul goes into someone else so there's like a lot of interesting rpg things that you could do with that i feel uh and mm-hmm. your magic strength is based on the quality of your soul and there are like gods and things as well that, that play a role in that and factions so and I kind of need to see more, but like I'm kind of with Caden. Like I can understand why people feel that the trailer we saw at the showcase gave off high 70s energy, but give it another 18 months, show us like yeah, the actual yeah, selling of points of the game. I think maybe mm. we could be pushing into the 80s. And like I said, I, I really want this to be Obsidian's like breakout hit. Like I would love that. Like the Outer Worlds was kind of a big hit. Uh, you know, obviously not massive, but like this could be the big hit for them. So, so we'll see. Um, but ultimately, I would settle on low to. Didn't Outer Worlds come out near to 76? It was a very close release. Oh, I think you're right, actually. I think it was 2019. Because I think a lot of, I mean, the way I remember it was a lot of people like, I hated 76, and then that came along. And I think that's where a lot of people went to experience that game. Whereas this time around, it doesn't have that. I guess maybe Skyrim is trying to fill Skyrim hole. Because we've not seen that for a long time. So. Well, yeah, I mean, for sure. But I, I mean, I think the same thing will happen, but with Starfield, to be honest. I think there will be, like, a narrative of, like... Like Tim said, um, Obsidian games tend to have this, like, under low expectations, but yeah, over-deliver. I agree, with I agree with and that. Then, and I think a lot of the user base, like, the online sentiment will be like, oh, look, at Obsidian outshining Bethesda again. I think that will, like, kind of be the narrative that comes. And as a result, it might review quite well um so mm. we'll see but you're right caden outer worlds and fallout 76 came out quite near each other yeah 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 i never thought on a vow like what could go wrong uh or have we said all we need to say about it or what could go right you know uh i i feel like we've we've said a good amount on it i do i think i agree with both your points about them not fully deciding on a tone a a fully set tone that they want on the game and it could bounce between you know being serious and not being serious and being dark and dingy and being too colorful and stuff like that and i feel like if you can't find a balance that works for those it can be quite jarring for the player uh you, you know the game just doesn't really know what tone it wants to be um I feel like that that could be a, a a bit of an issue for it. Um, I also feel like people just being like, 
the combat really is kind of Skyrim-esque and Skyrim came out fucking yonks ago. Um no 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 Nope. You don't think so? No. You don't you don't think it's gonna have that one like spell in one hand, weapon in the other. It's very reminiscent of what you could do in Skyrim. Obviously it will be it will be toned up in its own way. I think the magic's going to be a lot more impressive, but I can't help but people make that comparison to a game that came out that long ago as well. Yeah, so I so I'm I'm stepping. No, I'm smelling what you're stepping in. I get it. I guess my my thing is like, firstly, for those who have played Grounded, you know the combat in the game is pretty good, and I imagine this is going to be that but leveled up. Like it feels quite crunchy. Uh, it obviously it's on a small scale. <laughs> small. Small. What do you think the lore is here as well? Do you think do you think the whole world of Avowed is just a smaller world inside of Grounded? A microscopic. <laughs> That'd be amazing. The grounded verse. That's so yeah. good. <laughs> it's just a world within grounded. It's like the quantum realm. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so good. Yeah, Lots of credits. The credits. It's like specks of dust. <laughs> yeah. And like when you fucking finish the game, it's just like the credits. It just like zooms out and it's like fucking grounded. Yeah. That'd be so good. Uh, just in the back garden so still. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that they've taken a lot of learning from like how the combat feels in Grounded and moved that over to Avowed, but then also they've added all of these RPG systems on top. Like you can see in the trailer, like enemies are like really reacting when you swing, they're like catching fire. There's obviously the big thing for the game. We don't know much about it other than superficially that there's fancy animations and hand movements going on. But like, I wonder how that plays into the actual gameplay. So I think like you combine those two things, and I reckon you've probably got like, like nothing, uh, like revolutionary. But I think you've got really solid melee, uh, first-person combat. But also, we're forgetting guns are in this game as well. Avowed has guns. It does. Yeah, magic guns at that. They're like phew, they're like old-school guns, though, aren't they? You could tell. But yeah, um, like gunpowder. Yeah. yeah. It'd be kind of cool if you had like your spells. You actually had to do like specific button inputs or something to, to actually cast the spell. That'd be quite cool. Mm-hmm. I think nice. that'd be that that'd be a vibe. Um, but yeah, yeah, Joaquin tends to agree with me. People are going to immediately say that the gameplay is dated. Just you watch. Yeah. Well, he to be fair, uh, Joaquin is saying you're going to see the not the Starfield narrative bleed over and hurt about thoughts. Yeah, probably. That's my thought. It's detailed. It's very cerebral. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, Starfield uh, got flagged for having its dated combat and dated quest design and all that kind of stuff. Maybe they're just going to, yeah, maybe that will bleed into a van and just be like, ooh, two RPGs on the bounce now from Xbox feel very outdated. Are they just behind the times? Hashtag God of War. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag God of War. <laughs> that's funny yeah i mean i guess we'll see i mean i you know i obviously get it like there's obsidian do the whole thing you click in on a character and then the camera zooms in on them and you talk to them so like maybe you know i get it um i think there were quite a few reasons for people to be angry at bethesda anyway in a way that they won't be angry at obsidian and i i think that some of that maybe came into Starfield that won't come into Obsidian. So, uh, you know, we'll see. But I mean, I suppose, yeah, I know I get it. 
All right, are we done here? Are we done with the vow then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Sick. All right, so so the bottom three, the final three locks we've got for the year, I, I say we kind of just meld into um, into one because they're they're games that we know very little about, aren't really in our wheelhouse, um, and those three games are Arrow History Untold, which is a PC first game strategy game. We saw a trailer for it last year and i think maybe the year before as well it's been an insider testing for a while now call of duty 2024 hasn't even been revealed yet uh and stark stalker 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 and stalker too uh anybody got a shot to call for one of these three um we don't have to do one for all of them i just wanted to get a temperature check i don't have high hope for stalker too yeah i don't i don't have high hopes but other circumstances yeah but you know i don't have high hopes and i'm pretty sure they've had early testing of it and i think people were saying the same thing there um quality i mean i've not touched the quality since probably mw2 um mm-hmm. the remake yeah i think what three years ago yeah was it three years yeah. ago was it i'm trying, I'm trying to work out NW3 was just this, then it was Cold War. Yeah, the exactly. And then it was NW2. So oh, years. what about Vanguard? When did Vanguard come out? Oh, shit, yeah. I don't know. I'm oh. like you. I just don't keep up. <laughs> I don't I just don't keep up. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't keep up. But um, no. I, I have a feeling Call of Duty, I think this one might be on the rise. I feel like... Um, but then, like, I don't NW3. think that has anything... No, 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 but this one coming out in 2024. I mean, you can only go up from MW3, right? Um, So, uh, yeah, I think it could be a a slightly better one this year with no influence from Xbox, obviously, because I feel like they they wouldn't have had any input on it at this point. So, like, the next card is nothing to do with with Xbox being involved, I don't think. It's important to know that this Call of Duty is the first Call of Duty to have had a three-year dev cycle i think that's right it's a first it's the first cod to have had a lengthened dev cycle um, yeah ever um mm. so the kind of in like the excitement level is quite a bit higher in the call of duty community about it it's supposedly golf war like i said you know get your your iron out get your wood out get your putters right. out yep thank you um so I mean that's that's the only info I've got for that, you know. Yeah. Um, so I mean, to be to be fair, my expectations are quite high for for the Call of Duty this year. I mean, I don't think it will bother me, but um, it doesn't. It can't hurt the brand that you know. If if it's a card comes out this year and it's really good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go like. Yeah, I'm going to say low 70s for Stalker 2 as well. Um, I also don't... I, I feel like that game is extremely hard to predict when that's going to come out as well. I feel like Xbox aren't really November. giving it... How was that? Sorry? November. That's when all calls come out. No, I would talk about Stalker 2. Sorry. Um, oh, sorry. My bad. Um, I feel like it's really hard to predict because I feel like Xbox aren't just going to give it the spotlight they were, were thinking about giving it at one point. I feel like they might just shove this one out the door when they feel like it's ready and just be like, you know, we're not going to bring that much attention to it. If you can release it by Q2, we're not going to make a big deal out of it. Let's just, just shoot for me. I yeah. would 
Um, I'm thinking the absolute opposite of that. I think they're going to throw it out because it's not going to be ready. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but like, like, there's only so long we can support exactly. this. Sort of thing. Yeah, 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 it's on I don't life think support. They're going to yeah. keep hold of it for much longer. Yeah, I, I, I think it will be Q2. I'm going to go Q2 for Stalker. Um, I don't think it'll be Q1, but um, and yeah, going low 70s. Um, COD, yeah, they obviously release, have released November, as Caden said, around that sort of time. Um, I think 80. Like just like a bang on eighty, high seventies, eighty maybe for that card. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, God, sorry. And Ara, I am, am I mistaken to think that Ara actually wasn't looking too hot at one point? Like some people played it or got their hands on it, and they actually weren't that impressed by it or something. Like that it was kind of. Mid. Um, I saw some insider gameplay, and I thought it was like. Uh, it looked fine you know i don't know i mm. i don't have i don't have much experience with these sorts of games other than age of empires on console um but it, like it looked like it needed a bit more time which it is obviously of going to have had but um yeah i mean it, it's with uh i think it's paradox who've made it um let me check i, I i'm because i'm pretty sure the dev are like quite well seasoned with um like strategy games um yeah I know it's Oxide, Oxide Games, yeah. Um, so they've made a lot of, of like strategy games. Let's just double check. Hmm. So, you know, it definitely could be. It could be like decent, um, but like I don't know enough about it to make the call, to be honest. No. Yeah. I mean, if I had to go up a gut feeling, I'd say mid to high 70s or something. Like, uh, I don't think it's going to. But yeah, like you said, I don't think either of us... Well, one, it's PC, uh, and I don't think any of us know that much about it to make that call. Um, but, yeah. you know, there's just a certain vibe I get from it, and I don't think it's going to smash it out of the water. But Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm happy to agree with that. Caden, did you have a call for Stalker 2? Well, then review score. Um, time and Time and score, yeah. Uh, what quarter? Quarter three. Uh, I don't think it's. I think I'm thinking seventy. Seventy. Yeah, we we've all said something similar. Okay. Um. Cool. All right. Well, let's. So we've moved. We've kind of got our locks down for the year. You know, obviously, from what we know right now, the first four we did. Um, if you're tuning in late or um, you've missed it, were, were Taubon, Flight Sim 2024, Hellblade 2 and Avowed. Those are like the the four sort of premier releases for this year. Arrow History Untold is a PC release. Stalker 2 is a timed exclusive probably, uh, but Game Pass and the Call of Duty 2024 owing to the recent acquisition um, of ABK. So now we're going to more sort of speculative territory. Um, we spoke about this in the, in the months prior, but I wanted to know kind of what your temperature was on, on like a possible... Um, because the pipeline is either a fallout or an oblivion remaster slash remake and there's no like the only reason we've got that is from i think an insider mentioned it and then that massive leak that happened but not all of that has turned out to be true either because dishonored 3 was on it and then it was blade so you know and they're, they're fairly old like so i just kind of wanted to get a temperature on that from you guys because we've got the fallout show happening this year so it would stand to reason that they would line up a fallout like remaster and they've also got fallout 4 
remaster coming soon as well mm-hmm. so maybe that that's going to fill that plug for them maybe that's just what they're going to use for that marketing beat um in which case like how do we feel a fallout or oblivion remake like we, we're not necessarily going for a window or a t- um a score here i just want to get a sense on like the likelihood of this happening like is it or even if it's needed because like i do wonder like would todd would god howard really want this or is this like the acquisition's gone through now for bethesda you know things are set in motion and phil spencer's like look we're leaving money on the table by not remastering these bad boys like i do wonder if that's the case so like i just kind of wanted to get a temperature check on these things remastering slash remaking old um bethesda games what do we think um if i start with you caden what do you think i've heard about the fallout remaster and the the oblivion remaster for quite a while now like pretty the the, the whole year at least i've been hearing rumors of both um Mm. i would prefer fallout remaster because fallout 3 was i loved fallout 3 uh i think it's fallout 3 that the people were thinking they were going to remaster right that's i think that was 4 is getting a remaster already that's confirmed i think in terms of if they do a remaster for 3 or a remake for 3 they they won't be remaking 4 because they're doing a remaster of it mm. i think yeah. um so, so i think that's of the two would be a bigger interest to me I think mm. Oblivion would be a bit weird considering Avowed. I think, I don't know, you wouldn't want really those two being too close to each other. Fair point. That would be a very easy comparison, and they, I would argue they're, out, they're the same audience, aren't they? Playing those mm. games, so you don't yeah. want those two close to each other. Um, and like we all kind of agreed it's towards the end of the year, and I don't see an, uh, I don't see an Oblivion remake or whatever being the first six months of this year so i think that with a bit i don't mm. think we're seeing that till next year and then that will probably fill the gap until elder scrolls 6 in what 26 or so maybe yeah it's, do you know what i think that's a good shout i hadn't really thought about that um you especially wouldn't want the two coming out at a similar time frame nope. but <laughs> But, you know, who knows? I don't know, like, publishers have been known to just stop giving a fuck about this sort of stuff recently. Like, I remember when Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us 2 kind of came out on top of each other, you know, and I would argue that it's, you know, it's kind of going for the same audience. Like, I do wonder. Or, like, you know, none of it's been announced. Like, I wonder if they say, hey, Avowed's delayed to 25, but here is Oblivion Remaster to, you know, tide you over. Yeah, Yeah, mate. I could see that being a bit more likely. That's the, um, yeah. yeah. I just think Oblivion, think... if it's happening, isn't until next year. Mm. Like sometime um, next year. I yeah, I think I'm on a similar vein to well, some that what Deck just said at the end there. I think that I I, I, I don't think we're getting any remakes. Um, I think they're all going to be remasters. Um, I think we're going to get a Fallout Three remaster probably to go along uh whacking also corrected me um it, yeah the fallout 4 isn't a remaster it's like an update to the game so they're basically just like scaling it up and optimizing it and sorting it all out i don't think it's an official um like release remaster um but i wouldn't be surprised if they just chuck fallout 3 on top and just be like we've remastered fallout 3 and 4 so go nuts guys you know yeah, you can go from one to the other. You know, you got both of them looking as good as they ever have. Uh, best time to play Fallout. Um, I can see that happening. Um, and I can also see an Oblivion um, uh, remaster happening as well. 
Um, and I don't think that'll be an issue, especially if it's a remaster with conflicting with something like Avowed or anything like that. Sure, if it was a full-scale remake or something like that, then yeah, obviously, I feel like Caden's right and it's just stepping on, they're stepping on each other's toes a little bit. But I think if it's just a remaster, which I think it will be, I don't think there's too much of an issue there. Um, and they can probably release them months apart and it will still be fine. You know, it's not like they have to leave a huge gap between Avowed and an Oblivion remaster, you know. Um, yeah, that's 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 my vibes. Those are my takes. But I am like, why are you bothering to do just a remaster of Oblivion? What's the well, point of that? Like, I don't it's know. Not... I, I just don't understand the point unless they're doing something like a bit more, I, you know. Uh... Well, they might update systems and change controls and stuff like that. You know, it might not just be scale up, but I don't know how much effort and budget go into these remaster projects. You probably find that it's actually not a crazy amount. And I think people would eat up an Oblivion remaster just to go back and hit that nostalgia. Like, I, I think, you know, cost effectiveness is pro- it's probably worth it. Um, I, I don't see an issue with it. Because, like, the thing is, like, Xbox's backwards compat tech is quite good as it is. And, like, I just do wonder... Um... Like you can already go back and play Oblivion at 4K, like upres, you know. So it's like, what exactly are you doing here? Like, so so it makes me think, like, in a positive way, like maybe you know there there must be because the original leak was that it was going to be in an Unreal, like an Unreal Engine kind of remaster type thing. And the terminology is really vague when we're talking about what's the difference between a remaster and a, and a remake. You know, ultimately, it just depends what systems are they touching up. You know, uh, and if there is like some sort of graphical overhaul well that'd be great it doesn't sound like they're building it from the ground up in the same way like a demon souls was in 2020 or or resident evil 4 or dead space remake right they're there from the ground up remakes um it doesn't sound like this is going to be that but it does sound like it will have some sort of in-between touch-up yeah i just want to see a scamp bro i just want to see a scamp Mm -hmm. me too i want to see a high poly scamp that's what i want Love me a scamp. Cool. Okay, that's interesting. So we've got we've got two more categories left. Uh, the first one is that there's a lot of smoke around Double Fine's next title, and the second is kind of just a bit of a freestyle category. Like, what other surprises could be left in the year uh, for for Xbox gamers? So if we start with Double Fine's next project, Kiln. Uh, Tim, I just put a link in oh, the chat. Uh, hopefully, you can see it too. Yeah, I'm watching. Uh, that, yeah. If you watch it, this is this was 2017. This was like an internal game jam uh, that Double Fine did a while back, uh, and it's kind of like a physical physics based like party team brawler thing, where you like craft a, a pot, like you actually you know it spins around and you make it your own shape, and the, the, depending on what shape you make, it makes that pot different, like better for different things, like depending on what you're doing. Uh, so for example, you know building like a, a thin like pot that that can hold water quite tightly but not much of it or like a really wide pot but it would spill out and you know if someone hit you or you were jogging around um so it looks quite goofy it's seemingly been in development for quite a while uh supposedly people they had it quite far along back in sort of like 2017 uh but then they pulled people off the project to help with psychonauts uh there's a lot of smoke that this game might appear at the developer direct and it could possibly the big big speculation 
in a pinch cell could possibly mm. do the hi-fi rush thing surprise he's killed you know, yeah he's uh it's a fun little game what do we think i mean from what you're watching i can you know <laughs> what yeah. do you think from what you're watching yeah, i'm currently watching a pot fight other pots yeah, it's kind of mental. I mean, this is the first time I've heard of this game, not to lie. Um, I remember it's, it's, it hasn't been officially announced. Got it. Like, way back is, when. Yeah. Um, this, was, this is just like an in-dev prototype thing that they just shared on YouTube. Like, this hasn't been announced. Mm -hmm. I... I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Um, but then, you know, with it... I don't know. Would they really... Is it the sort of game... I mean, Double, Double Fine have a good reputation now, and they obviously released. Well, they've ha always had a great reputation. Now. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. There you go. Correct myself for you. Even. But like Watch they've yourself. had, they've released an absolute banger under the Xbox umbrella with Psychonauts Two, right? Uh, I, I, I don't think Xbox are are likely to stealth drop something like this. I think they'll they'll give it more time in the in the oven kiln. Hey, um, and they'll they'll give um. I think they'll give Double Fine a chance to, you know, get get the name out and actually announce it and stuff like that. I don't think it's a stealth drop kind of thing. Um, I think those sort of hi-fi rush things come around pretty pretty rarely. These these sort of stealth drops out of nowhere. If you start doing it too frequently, it's not really a it's not really a thing anymore. Like you, we probably won't see one for a few more years. I would imagine something like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's pretty interesting because it, you know, we're, we're at that stage where Xbox has so fucking much that it's like always kind of possible that there could be a mm. shadow drop waiting. And like the, the history of Hi-Fi Rush was it was meant to be revealed originally in 2020 at E3. But of course it got cancelled because of the because of COVID and, and never came back. So it just kind of kept getting put off and put off and put off until they got acquired. And, you know, they were like, should we just... Uh, should we just drop this today? You know, so it's a bit more of an opportunistic thing than it was like necessarily planned. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure if I'm expecting a shadow drop, but I wouldn't be surprised if this was a surprise reveal and it was like coming this year, coming in like next month, you know, uh, because this is like a fun party game. Like it's not the mm -hmm. sort of game. This is like a Nintendo. I'm not sure if it's like, filling any sort of gap it's kind of like this is just a fun community xbox game i mean we'll see maybe since then there's been like loads more added to it i mean it looks fairly like the actual systems look quite ready in the in the video that we've got up um mm. you know maybe there was just like adding uh more stuff progression systems you know who knows maybe there is more of it like it, it almost strikes me as a bit splatoony you know we'll see um and maybe in that case that does warrant a bit more of a marketing lead up you know because splatoon's got a reasonably reasonably big audience um what do you think Aiden? what do you think sitting over there watching the pots smash each other uh <laughs> what do you think uh i mean yeah it's, it's not my kind of game but you've been playing this with your boys you i would dick part and smash me for like I... yeah so you're telling me this is now our new game. This is this is us now. Yeah, this is this it. is this my work. Finish our work yeah. when we yeah. come back from work. But oh, guys, oh, I've had an exhausting day. Uh, two v two me. 
Yeah, two v two v kiln. Yeah, rust. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, it's clearly not for me. Um, but what do I think about stealth drops? I guess it's probably a bit more of a topic. Sure. Um, yep. It, it, it was never really a thing, was it? It's not really a thing. I still don't think it is. It's very rare, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that what you mentioned there with Hi-Fi Rush was just circumstances. And it was clearly ready, like you said, sooner than it came out. And hence why it was so polished, because it was actually ready before it came out, I think. So circumstances meant that they could just drop it and it's fine. Um, I don't think that will be a thing here. Maybe it'll be obviously an announcement, like you said. They'll be like, hey, this thing exists. Um, mm. But I don't think that's a this year thing i don't know but i've only just learned about this title literally five minutes ago so <laughs> you're welcome thank you uh i mean th this feels pretty pretty ready for me what did he say joaquin deck is that only one pillow on your bed yeah him uh, and beth yeah. are going through some troubles <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> I have, there are white pillows. You see them? No? May I introduce you to white pillows? I'm sure your pillows are brown, but mine are white. It's such a weird thing to be analysing your background as well. <laughs> well, he called out your uh, your weed sheets, didn't he, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, he's weird. He's just enhancing everyone's <laughs> image and just really diving into it. Yeah. Yeah. You wait, Caden. Your time's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I don't have like so, a. This is my entire life just in a single room. So we triangulate you exactly. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I I think this game seems to have been in development for a long time. And even if you, even if it wasn't that, like Psychonauts came out in 20, 2021, wasn't it? Um, and we know Double Fine generally do smaller titles, so you know. And they have multiple teams. It's it, we're, again, it's kind of we're at that breaking point where there's so much stuff. I think it's always possible that it could be something shown that's not that far off. And we know that there's a couple of surprises this year. Like um, Matt Booty has said it himself. He said there's more coming in 2024. We haven't spoke about it yet. So that that is facts. That is mad factual. Mm. Nothing but facts here. Nothing but facts. Straight facts. Straight Yo. facts. Factual, if true. <laughs> Such a weird pause in between that. <laughs> yeah, I was like... <laughs> um, all right, freestyle time. Tim, God. rap, go. It's going to be a contraband release this week. <laughs> no, I think... Uh, I do think we do... Uh, I think we see more... Of contraband i think they might uh let us know it's still a thing um that's <laughs> um i think yeah i think contraband has gone so long since we last saw anything about it and that was just a cinematic trailer um, I think we are going to see this in some capacity this year. I don't think we're we're going to have it this year, but I think they'll they'll lob it in somewhere. Whether it's a, the big showcase in June or whether or not it's just I don't know, just dotted around somewhere halfway through the year. Um, I, 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 I don't know, but I think we see more of that. Um, 
not sure we see anything from Indiana this year. Um, Indiana Jones IP. I don't think we get anything from that. Uh, and we could get um, Wolfie. Wolfie 3. Wolfie! Same Wolfie team, though, bear that in mind. Uh, with Indiana what, Jones, uh, Machine the, Games. The, uh, what, the Do Contraband? The Do Wolfenstein. Oh, sorry, the Do Indiana. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Um, what do... Um, I thought it was Id that did. No, so Id... Oh, for some reason I thought Id did um, Wolfenstein. It did. It did do. It did do. Um, no. Okay. Well, I don't know then. Um, yeah, I think we'll just see more, more, more of contraband. Um, everything else, I don't know. There's so much in the pipeline, like you said, um, that I don't think there's any harm and in just announcing stuff. And if we know anything from Xbox, is they've they really like announcing things and then giving it to you five fucking years later. So. <laughs> Who knows? We we might we might hear from a lot of things like Xenomax's next game, Blizzard's game might get a title drop. Um, you know, these sort of small small things um I think could get dotted around mm. this year. Yeah. But nothing substantial, I don't think. Yeah, I mean I think it it's probably important to um just like reduce the scope a bit on what we're talking about here because um in terms of what's getting revealed at the developer direct like i don't know if we see like a lot of the those things like if they are going to appear might appear at the showcase you know i don't know if they any of them launched this year but if i had to like put a like if i had to say what's coming out what's a surprise this year you know if there's two surprises this year i would say one of them is kill which is double fine's game um and possibly indiana jones to be honest who shorts indiana sure jones to indiana what the fuck <laughs> you say indie you caveman <laughs> it's true i just called it indiana i don't know why i did that it just made me laugh yeah <laughs> mad fashion it's so funny because we're just sitting here having a conversation and joaquin's just sitting there roasting us yeah it's true. He's really like, get it in? together. I don't think deck is built from the ground up. Yeah. <laughs> Mad factual deck 2024. Who sure say indie, you caveman? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, and then of course the other thing which is speculated uh is South of Midnight as well as a possible secret release this year. Release. Uh... Yep. Because Maybe. the trailer that we saw at the showcase was held back from previous years. Um, I mean, but... obviously, you know, we're still in speculative territory. Um, you know, it's going to be a shorter game. It's probably going to be a double A scope or double A plus, whatever the fuck, you know, you consider Hi-Fi Rush to be. It's probably going to be that sort of size. It's a third person action adventure, single player game. Um, I remember that trailer. That was a stunning trailer. I loved it. From Compulsion. It's yeah, cool, great man. trailer. Really. Yeah. Everyone liked that shit. So guys, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to make you cool. You got to pick two games, two fucking games that we don't know about Xbox games that are gonna launch this year. I've got a little list launch. of launch. Yep, launch it this year, mate. Fucking hell, man! 
crap is this? We all, so we stressful. Know, we know there's. <laughs> it's not that stressful, man. Nothing's gonna happen if you're wrong. <laughs> That's what you say. Phil Spencer's gonna personally turn up. He's gonna put a cloth over your face. <laughs> pet, pet. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm making Michael then. Go on, then. Michael's are killing and south south of midnight. Midnight. Um, one of the remakes and remasters is also in this as well if you wanted to if that was your call yeah I'm going to go the Fallout 3 remaster and yeah I'll go South of Midnight as well alright hit me with a kid Indiana <laughs> you mean Indy? <laughs> that fucking that fucking smile ooh, ooh, after ooh. he said it <laughs> you think Indy you think Indy Anna is releasing this year. No. I'm just playing the game. <laughs> I don't think say? any of Well, I don't know. It was an indie film not too long ago, so there you go. Done. It was shit That's as well. I watched that the other day. Okay, yeah. Fuck me, was that movie bad? Uh the other ones I'm not even I don't I don't have much. I don't know. I, I, you know what I'm saying? None of the other ones are doing it this year. That's my... Indian none. There's, there's, yeah. there's, been a, there's, there's been a Zenimax game in the live room to be in the pipeline for a long time. So you could... We don't know what it is. So I don't know. For it to get a, for it to get a name and a release date in the same year is pr- pretty unlikely. But... Um, yeah. Because yeah. that's going to be a big game. Like, they yeah, might exactly. be multi-platform. Yeah. Like, big sort of... So, yeah. Um, yeah. But like you know, something like Forza Horizon Six as well is pretty like would be an interesting call because it's like 2024, but they have three year cycles. Forza Horizon and Forza Horizon Five was revealed at the showcase and then released in November. Yeah, but they're too busy building Fable Car, aren't they? So Fable Car, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Killer Instinct Car. Where's my cart um, game? Where's my actual cart game? You know. Mm-hmm. We do need one of those. I want to see Chief in a tiny little fucking buggy skidding around a corner. <laughs> That's what I want. Where I did green shell at Doom Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these are these. Are, I'm not asking for much. I don't know. Just asking to shatter some childhoods. It's like yeah. It's like when you log on to Fortnite and you see Vegeta like doing like flossing. And it's like what's what's going on there? What are we doing? That when you sent me that in the chat, it made me so sad. <laughs> it actually kind of ruined my childhood a little bit. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> it was awful. It'd be a whole generation of kids thinking that Vegeta is from Fortnite. Yeah, that's exactly. that, that happens. Yeah. yeah. People will go on Dragon yeah. Ball Z and they'll be like, yo, the guy, the fucking guy with the slick hair yeah. from Fortnite, he's in Dragon Ball Z. He's and they'll awesome. just tweet and be like, at Fortnite, did you know this game stole your character? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, all right. Well, we did it. Uh, we've got our four locks. We've freestyled a bit of predictions. We know there are going to be some surprises. Uh, it's, you know, I reckon... There could even be something else that's not even on the list that I've I've laid out here. But uh, you know, amongst if we had maybe a massive like spreadsheet of all the teams that are now under Xbox, 
That, that could be mm. a lot, man. Like the Blizzard game as well. Oh, again, no. name, so. name, and release in the same year. <clears throat> I just don't. It's too big for that. I think, and especially with how internally hyped that Blizzard game is going to be. Like, I, I think they're gonna, they're gonna give some people some time to digest that. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a reveal for it, and maybe a spicy little trailer, yeah. cinematic, maybe some, maybe a bit of gameplay. But, um, yeah, that shit's gonna cook for for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. And I, like, I think a lot of the games that we've we've listed there as we've kind of gone through it, like it's next game, ZeniMax next game, like a lot of them could get revealed. Like, I think we are looking at another really good showcase later in the year. Release, probably not. Um, but I think some of the smaller stuff, you know, like Fallout 3 Remaster, maybe a South of Midnight, maybe a Kiln. An indie would be spicy, so I like that Caden picked that. But it's not impossible. Like, this stuff has been cooking for a while now and like, you know, the dam has kind of broken now for Xbox as a platform. So I'm expecting stuff to be coming out quite frequently, quite a lot for the next few years. Um, Game Pass stays winning, you know? Mad factual. All right. Boys, we're an hour and a half in. Uh, We kind of covered the news earlier about um, the internal predictions for Hellblade 2. So the final thing that's got my neck is in a twist. It's got to be in my bonnet. It's burst my tea bag. Oh, that reminds me, actually. I need to go grab my Switch. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah? Is that what you're going to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Carry on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your flight. Right. I know it's okay. No, I'm, I was done. Um, so, same guy, right? I spoke about this insider earlier. Nate the Hate. Pretty um pretty reliable. And a couple of a couple of insiders have now um suggested that quite a few Xbox games are gonna be going to different platforms this year. It seems like more than anything else, Hi-Fi Rush is gonna be coming to Switch at some point this year. Um and I just don't know what the fuck we're doing here. <laughs> if we're doing that. That's a bit weird. What's going on, guys? I don't know. Am I crazy? Do I think... Mm. Is me thinking this is kind of stupid crazy? You tell me, um, It is kind of stupid. Because um, it's just weird. Because you've got such a such a smash hit that's been associated with Xbox for some period of time now. Um, and is family friendly. It's just... It's easily sort of pick up a ball and you know identifiable all that sort of stuff and then you throw it and kind of muddy the image by putting it on another console um where people can should only be associating this new brand with the xbox brand um this this new ip um i feel like it's it's a little weird um but then you could understand that from their perspective that they just want to get it in more hands right and they they want it to have more of an outreach and more sales and obviously with it being on switch as well it's going to be a full price sale right it's going to be a 50 60 quid game rather than it being available games pass um so you can kind of see it in from what they're doing but i also just think it's kind of greedy and unnecessary because the numbers that hi-fi rush has pulled in apparently have been they're very happy with it and its performance and how it's done. So 
why? Uh, why? I, I don't really see that much to gain from this outside of just being a bit greedy. I think greedy is a bit harsh. Um, it's certainly a bit weird, and you can clearly see, yeah, they're trying to get more money out of it. Like, I, I, but I don't think it's like crazy. I don't think so. I had a point a minute ago, and I think I just lost it. Oh, it was a good point. Oh, no. Oh, it was no, really good. Those rarely right. ever come you, up for you. Uh, oh. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> um, uh, well, you, you chew on that. I'll keep going. Yeah. You just butt in when you're ready to go, all right? I'll just scream. Just just scream. Let it all out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I, so the reason that I think this is, this is a real bee in my bonnet about this is because, you know, we get a Hi-Fi Rush, a Game of the Year winner, plenty of nominations and like xbox has been on this big long journey to finally try to get its reputation back and although it's been a pretty good year not great but good yeah you know uh in terms of getting its library back up and having exclusive content it just seems so weird to me to now be like yeah we're just going to start putting stuff on switch because the last time this happened was with ori uh, and then Phil Spencer had an interview and he sort of said, quote, I don't really love this idea that for every one of our games there becomes this little rumor on, on if it's going to end up on the Switch or not. I feel like we should set a better expectation with our fans for that. And I'm like, Phil, come on, buddy. What's going on? Because I think this is a problem because Xbox console sales are not doing great. They're not. In some parts of Europe, they're doing abysmal. In Japan, they're doing abysmal. Better than they were five years ago but abysmal everywhere else they're doing fine you know they're retaining the the xbox fan base but playstation is gobbling up everything else which is somewhat to be expected because xbox are making the shift they're broadening their, their platforms etc etc going on pc whatever but it, it's really starting to make console feel like an afterthought uh especially because it fucks with the mindshare like how like if if we're sitting here on a podcast and we're confused about like the rationale or like where games are going how is a casual meant to know? Like, because you can guarantee something like this happens. Every outlet's going to publish an article saying, oh, is Xbox going third party? You know, oh, it will Hellblade 2 come to Switch 2. Yeah. You know, what about yeah. that? You know, and it's like this little rumor for every game. Hands. And it's like, well, people, like the uncertainty around the console is just so high. Like, why would someone want to spend 500 quid on a console where they don't even know if they need it? Like, it might yeah, come to my was... platform of choice on the Switch. Mm -hmm. That you've just touched a little bit on what I've kind of forgot there. So okay. people who know that Hi-Fi Rush exists are generally, the, you know, people who, who do play games. Like, they're fully aware that it, it exists on Xbox. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's the problem. I think you just, you kind of made me remember there, like, the problem is with the more casual base and then the image of Xbox where they're just kind of like, well, what is Xbox? If it's just like you said, if it's going to come to Switch, if it's going to come to PlayStation, if it's going to come to PC, stuff like that. And obviously, it's a lot of quite a lot of kind of up in the air for someone who's not necessarily following it, like us and people listening, where we're kind of a bit more entwined in the whole game sphere of news and releases and stuff. But they have to buy it as well. Is also a thing. Yeah. Like you can have Xbox as the preferred platform for some of these titles because it's available via Games Pass rather than mm. a sixty quid outright price on Switch. Yeah. Um, so I still weird, don't though, think that's good enough to distinguish. To, oh. There's a lot of people that I talk to that 
you know, play COD, play FIFA and stuff. And then I tell them about Games Pass, they're like, what? And I'm like, well, what do you mean, what? Like, Game Pass is the best thing on, like, best game deal you can think of. He's like, well, I've never heard of it. I'm like, my goodness. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's so weird when, I guess, how out of the loop a lot of people are with games. Because we're so in it, it's it's hard to see other people just not actually knowing any of these things. Mm. So that's a good point that they said there, where what is Xbox now? And like to be fair, maybe that's an argument to like the contrary. Maybe like casuals are just so brain dead <laughs> that um like it just won't matter. Yeah. Like maybe it just won't matter. Like, you know, yeah. maybe, I and I think like that is that is the problem. I think for the core Xbox fan base, like this shit is a problem. But this is a problem, like when you've got people who like have disposable income to to pick which console they want to go with, they pick Xbox and then that has had a game problem up to maybe the last few years. They finally start churning out some good hits and they even start like carving out a bit of a reputation for having like diverse titles, you know, like your Pentiments, like your Grounded, like your Hi-Fi Rushes, like as well as a couple of big hitters, like with your Forzas, with your Starfields, with your Halos, et cetera, et cetera, Psychonauts 2. You know, they're carving out this identity and now it's kind of like, well, you know, that one that just like won game of the year, like the real highlight for the platform. Yeah, fuck it. Let's get that somewhere else. Uh, it's just it's it's a real problem for the core Xbox gamer. I feel like it really disillusions them because it's yeah. it, it's like kind of pushing people into PC, uh, and it's just like ultimately at the end of the day, I don't know how that's going to work out for you because like your your core Xbox gamer is like that could set off a chain reaction where console market share gets so bad that third publisher uh, adoption rate starts to get bad. Like we we already saw that at the beginning of the last gen, where Japanese publishers just wouldn't bother supporting Xbox because it's like, what's the point? But yeah. it's not in our country. There's like hardly any support for it. So like, you know, if that keeps happening, that could really become a problem. And I don't know if internally Xbox are already saying we are going to drop the console in the next like ten, fifteen, twenty years, or if they just don't know how much of a consequence this actually has, because the small amount of revenue that they're going to get from publishing this on Switch cannot be worth the uncertainty that this sort of shit makes. Like, every time Xbox Agreed. pumps out a game, there's a co- there's a conversation about, like, will this go to PlayStation? Will it go to Switch? And that's not yeah. a problem with your PC, with your handhelds, with your clouds, because they're all complementary. But with the other things, they're competitors. And it's like, why would someone want to buy an Xbox if they could get all of the PlayStation exclusives and the possibility of mm-hmm. some of the Xbox stuff coming over? Like, it's just silly to me. Like, it's it's like there are loads yeah. of games that I have not bought like final fantasy 7 remake i have not bought that on playstation because there is like gossip that it's eventually going to come over to other platforms and that's like i imagine like for the core again the mm. core audience not casuals but for the core audience i bet that's having a similar effect and like it's this is still in rumor territory so we don't know but like i just want to this be in my bonnet fucking really sting in my scalp you know i think this is yeah. silly silly stuff it's it's going to create that whole image of whenever something is announced or um, talked about, it's just going to be like all yeah, like you said, like all the media outlets are going to be like, um, hold your horses because we don't know where this is going yet. So don't go out and buy an Xbox because you know it very well is going to come to your PlayStation or your PC or your Switch. So right, yeah, yeah, it's just going to create that with every single release. Like yeah, like oh Indiana Jones, yeah, but. Don't don't buy your Xbox just yet, because you you don't know, <laughs> you know. Um, 
yeah, it's a bit shit. Uh, I, I, I think it's definitely a step backwards. Um, I think you, you take the wins that are these games, these very highly reviewed games, and you, you solidify them to your platform. You, you make it a reason for people to purchase into your ecosystem. Um, it's weird to share it around. And like, like we said, it's not a problem because Xbox has expanded their ecosystem. The only thing it's, uh, in terms of the strategy, the only thing it's a problem for is the console. Um, which is like, you know, a real problem because the, the majority of Xbox's like audience, like dedicated fan base is on console. And that's not, so they're having a lot of success on PC, but of course, like people are buying that stuff a la carte, you know, or they, may, they might be subscribed to Game Pass PC, but like, that's not like a hardcore audience, you know, for the most part, people are like buying games there you know it was like just like starfield sales starfield sales were really good despite it being on game pass pc um and we spoke about this as well tim like the other month where we spoke about like what is it that becomes a system seller we said that there's like a foundation of really good games that you know there and then there's this kind of uppercut like the 90 plus met, like metacritic bagger that, yeah, every, that everybody looks at and they're like oh yeah that's caught my eye but although those games justify the purchase they justify me spending yeah. that much money um and hi-fi is one of those games and so was ori and like i i'm just i'm just shrugging my shoulders at this like what's the strategy here what's the vision like ori was a game of the year that was a 90 plus back in the day too so it's like what are we doing here uh yeah i don't know man i just think like it worries me a bit because i think like maybe it's just on the roadmap to just abandon console and they're just fumbling the messaging around it uh or they just don't care if the console market share gets eroded because that's on the roadmap anyway. So like, you know, eventually there's not going to be consoles because that is some manalist feel that that is the case. The consoles aren't going to be around in sort of 15, 20 years time. So fuck it. Let's make a bit of money by putting it on Switch. <laughs> but not on PlayStation, interestingly. So I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I think we're, uh, we're all in agreement there. I don't, we don't think it's the right call. Um, it's a bit weird. Mixed messaging. Because, uh, yeah, man, like, I just, I suppose they're not going to put, I, I see a lot of people saying that it's not a big deal. Like, if a Forza Horizon was going to another platform, that would be a big deal. Or like, you know, a Halo Infinite or a Starfield or whatever. But like, yeah, um, but obviously, and I just, it's it's an issue regardless. It's an issue because it creates uncertainty. Like, that's that's my problem. It's not, mm. it's not really about the game. It's about the fact that people are like, outlets are going to, grab this and run and people are going to see that casuals are going to see that smooth brain casuals and they're going to think well, what's the point of me owning an xbox so they're going to be given the choice of a pc or a console uh, like a playstation or a switch and <clears throat> you know the rest is history so yeah I, I think in the long run they end up losing market share for what feels like a silly decision the only the only rationale i can see here is that maybe because tango gameworks is a japanese dev maybe they thought like they wanted it was a dev request thing maybe the dev was like can we put this on switch because switch is popular in, in japan. japan yeah and there's hardly anybody playing the game we made <laughs> where we live <laughs> because there's like three xboxes in circulation in japan <laughs> yeah so potentially that's maybe the yeah. other side of it but even then, like, I, I don't know, I just feel like there needs to be a bit more cutthroat for the overall vision. And, and again, maybe, you know, there'll be such an avalanche of games over the next five years that this really won't matter. But I still think it's silly stuff. I think they're really messing up their, their mind share with this, if that is going to be true. Yeah, yeah. 
Agreed. All right, then we're coming up to two hours. Um, that covers the stories for today. Um, anything else that anybody wanted to touch on? Um, any other like game upcoming game releases or anything like that that anybody wanted to touch on before we start winding the show down? Um, I don't know if there's anything coming out. I think that uh, Prince of Persia game is coming out soon, isn't it? But I don't think there's anything else Feb uh, for January that I can. It looks pretty of. cool, you know. I'm actually kind it of interested like cool. in now. I it remember when it first really good. was shown off. I was like, for fuck's sake, because I wanted a. A, I remember like a 3D. I was, yeah, I, was, I remember watching it with you guys, and I was like, "Oh, really?" But the more mm-hmm. gameplay I look, I'm like, "Okay, this, this looks cool." This I think it looks cool. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. I'll buy it full price. I, I, I'm not really because yeah, I don't think I'll get full price. But as soon as it's in a sale, I think I'll pick it up. Mm. Uh, um, and of course, I'm very excited for Tekken at the end of this month. Literally, yeah, the days. yeah. There's but Tekken. Yeah, there's something. Uh, no, I don't think there is anything that's mul- like multiplayer or <laughs> Xbox aside from Tekken. Um, in in the next month or two, uh, obviously you got you got your big ones outside of that. Like I know, obviously, I'm looking forward to Rebirth on PlayStation, but I don't think there's anything multiplayer. Is that January? No, it's Feb like 24th, I think. So, still like a month and a bit away, but um, cool. yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Other than the shadow drop of the 102 Metacritic game, Kiln. Kiln. Uh, other yeah. other than that, yeah. Can't wait, man. Gonna be gonna be a pop main. Me too. Um, kind of pop, what kind of pop would you be? You'd be a bowl. Would you be a, a vase? Would you be a? It'd be a dick like pop. a dick shaped yeah. a dick shaped pop. Yeah. Okay. Like we, we all know. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, it'd be like. I thought you bottom. may have. That it would get skinny, and then the, the top would be a bit wider. Okay, I thought maybe you have had like an insightful. No. Uh, no. Dick. Cool. Dick and Dick. cock. I'm penis. <laughs> cool. Nice. Uh, all right. Fucking hell. All right. Let's uh, let's let's wrap this uh, let's wrap this bad boy up then. Mm. Um, if you joined us for the podcast today thank you very much uh consider subscribing liking come and follow us over on twitter if you've got any suggestions you can leave them there um if you're a fan of the cockpot you can tell us there too uh other than that we'll be back next week uh maybe with some develop more developer direct uh stuff we didn't i tried to like not go hyper detail with it today because like we're probably going to be European ourselves but we'll see hopefully we'll have some more rumors then that'll be exciting stuff and if we can it would be really nice to live stream it together as a three um, but it, you know if it does come to fruition but it, the timing can be a bit difficult sometimes so we'll see yeah we'll have to go down um, time to figure that out yeah alright okay everyone uh, thank you very much we'll catch you on the flip guys. bye bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.